All right, Lauren, in this episode, you're going to hear all about why we had to rape ourselves. We're also going to talk about why you can't stop staring at guys junk in the gym. <laughs> We're also going to help you with those nasty clicks at parties and how you can overcome them and then come on them. And if you wait until the end, you can find out why Temptation Resort is forcing us to kill an innocent bird all in the name of a theme night. You don't give a fuck. All right, Lauren, welcome back. We are here. Yes, we are. It is close to Christmas. Wait. <laughs> and Easter. And July 4th. Flag Happy day. July 4th, 2024. Uh, it's, it's dateless, the podcast is, because we don't know when you're listening to this. We have no idea when you found us. We have no, no idea. That's why we try not to put dates really on anything. So that being said, happy flag day. <laughs> No, uh, but as far as this timestamp is concerned, we did just have one of our takeover events. Yes. I'm not going to tell you which one, just so you can't timestamp it. We were really, 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 really busy. And that was about eight reallys, if you were in counting. I don't know. I'll go back and count and see if I was correct. I have the capabilities of Rewind because it is the 22nd century. Again, you have no idea when they started this. But we had no, we had not a lot of time. We had not a lot of time to produce an episode. So what we did is we took the qualities of some of the people that we know and we poached and we stole. Took some material from our YouTube channel. Yes, that we had this YouTube channel for years and years and years, and it was doing wonderfully. Yeah, it was doing okay. And then uh, something happened. They shut us down a long time ago. We were trying to fix it, and it did. It didn't matter really what we, we put up. We, everything was flagged. Everything was flagged. It didn't matter. We could put up a video that was literally about how to make mittens for your new puppy. Yes. And you submit it and we would immediately get a message that said, this not video a- is, is not suitable for any audience. <laughs> and we're like, what the F? <laughs> You would you it's like mittens? It's mittens for and a puppy. And then we would have to file something and they'd be like, okay, you can put it up. Yeah. That's fine. If you want to go over there and see it. So we stole some of the audio from those just to save us time. So we're going to replay some of those. But as far as the takeover goes, we are going to talk about that next month. Yes. Okay. And this stuff is stuff that we talked about like three months ago. But the stuff that we're talking about now is stuff that we're talking about right now. If that made any sense to you, you've won a new car. (laughs) A time travel car. Yes. By the way, in the next episode, we are going to talk about a couple that we had sex with and I had sex with her like I was trying to save the future like Marty McFly. (laughs) And guess what, Doc? I did it. You did? I did. Did you have a good time at the at the at the event? This was an absolute treat this event. I had such a good time. The group was totally different from February and it was just a, a lot of fun. It was easygoing but partying late. I just had a really good time. Yeah, it was some a, really neat people. Yeah, it was really fun. There was a lot of really fun people there. And we're going to do it all over again in February. God help my soul. If you want to join us in February, it's about 80% sold out right now, but there are rooms left. Go to room77life.com and click on Flirtation 2024 and book your spot. We would love to party with you in February. Speaking of there, and specifically what what this this little stealing from YouTube segment is about, and you can watch us talk about it too if you want. If you want to go watch this, you can go over there and just watch this. Just shut this off right now. Pull over. And go watch this on YouTube. I don't know what it's called, but you can go Google it. The thing that I always find amazing in in people 
and in myself is clothing and what we find putting on ourselves and what we find attractive, both in life and on theme nights. Like, yes. what do we think is going to look really hot as opposed to what is really hot? For example, we had a sports theme night. Mm-hmm. Okay. There was this one photo of this guy who was playing football and I wanted to look exactly like him. Right. I saw this picture and it was him playing football and it was just a photo of him and his legs and his butt and his body. And it was just, I don't know if he was carrying a football. I couldn't tell. Didn't matter. So I bought the football pants, I bought the Jersey. Um, I came out that night in my football pants and someone was like, Oh, you're a cyclist. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah. <laughs> you see, you should have put the pads in. I should have put the pads you in. You should have put the but, pads in. But. Oh my God, that is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's funny. Um, but, then, but then there was another guy there who pulled it off perfectly. And I walked up to him. I was like, this is what these are supposed to look like. These, This is what it's supposed to look like. Look at you and look at me. Look, this is what it's supposed to look like. So it's it's strange sometimes to, to think like, this is what I want it to look like. And do we pull it off? Like, I want to walk around with a big bulge sticking out of my pants. Right? Oh. I want a swinging dick through my shorts. I want, a, I, want, I want a woman to look at me and go, oh, my God, is that his penis head? <laughs> Holy crap. But I can't because I don't have the penis to pull it off. But when I see it in another guy, I, I get jealous, right? There was someone by the pool who had um, a really great outlined penis in their little swim trunks. Right. Right. And also, like, for instance, this this segment talks about like women at the gym who are wearing really, really tight clothing. Mm -hmm. Right. I can't stop watching. Right. You can see everything. Do do they know that you claim in this segment that it's just because you're hot? (laughs) I don't believe that for a second. I think that you want us to see your vagina. I don't know if that's true. I don't care. I don't want to know. Just keep wearing it. There has to be. I don't want to hear the truth. I don't. All right, Lauren. So as we listen as a family, tell everybody, what are we about to hear here? It's the, this is about like nipples through shirts and how is that good for women, but not so good for men or how men can wear tight things that show their bulge, but it looks good on a man, but on a woman, it doesn't really translate butts hanging out and just short skirts and what translates for women and what translates for men and what's hot on both. But anyway, there was this guy and he came into the gym and half, half his butt was hanging out. Now, in his defense, it was the nicest butt I've ever seen in my life, right? So there I was staring at this man's butt because I thought if I had that ass, I'd wear even shorter shorts, to be honest <laughs> you, with you. You'd wear a thong. I, I'd be in a, in a tennis skirt that didn't fit. <laughs> That's what I'd wear, Right. Always bending over for stuff. I mean, he had the perfect ass, right? Uh, and I thought to myself, buddy. like, how there's there's so many things that you cannot say. I thought it would be probably okay if you went up to that guy and you were like, "Those shorts look so hot on you, sir. They look yeah. they look unbelievable on you." If I went up to a woman. 
and said, those shorts look so hot on you. I'd be thrown out of the gym in a second. Yeah, you'd have a pan print across your face. Yeah, right? Yeah. Right? (laughs) And then I just started thinking about the things that people wear at the gym. I just started sort of looking around and I was like, what are the things that women wear in the gym that just don't translate because there are certain things while I'm perving out just it doesn't even have to be the gym it could be in life Mm -hmm. like it is very hot for me and I think for other guys probably even women Mm -hmm. as well when a woman walks into a situation and you can kind of see your nipples through a shirt Mm, yeah it's it's very sexy right however it doesn't translate to guys (laughs) right so what are those things where like you would never say to a guy like i can see your nipples right through those shirts (laughs) it just doesn't work right like what are other things that you'd be like okay okay (laughs) thanks lady thanks lady (laughs) break i don't i don't I don't ever, ever walk out of the house and go, oh, my God, my nipples are hard. <laughs> oh, my God. You can't see my nipples. I need, I need those pasty cover-ups. <laughs> like, never even crosses my mind. Right. What are other things, clothing-wise, that just don't translate men to women, w- women to men? Like, that women can pull off that men just can't. Um, another, like, I guess, like, mesh or mesh. something, <laughs> like, the, that mesh top. Yo, like, Kevin, that mesh top is hot on you, bro. <laughs> that bruh. mesh. Bruh. Yo, bruh. <laughs> Killing it. Yo, your nipples are poking right through those holes. Super hot. I can, your chest hair is coming right through there. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like the other side of Velcro. It looks awesome. <laughs> But yeah, you'd never be like, oh my God. Like I I would easily say, I would turn to you in any situation and be like, oh my God, half of her ass is hanging out of those that, those shorts. So hot. Now you say that, but say it as as a man. Hey, Steve. No, to me. Oh, hey, Steve. No, to me. My name isn't Steve. Like you're pointing out a guy. Oh my God, look at his asses hanging out of his jean shorts. That sounds like something disgusting, right? <laughs> sounds like I'm in the wrong part of town. Right. Like, yeah, there's something wrong. Like roll with- down the window and see how much money he wants for a BJ. <laughs> oh my God, look at that guy's camel toe. <laughs> God, the way those balls are caressing right and left side, that's... That is a hot camel toe on him. <laughs> oh. Would wow. that would that camel toe be? How would a camel toe be on guys? Would that be the sack? Is that what that is? I mean, I guess yeah, just separation of the testes. Yeah, I guess. Ah, I love it. <laughs> Here's one. Um, I was gonna say that I can see like that everything, like the outline. I can see that all of it through those Lulus. I, yeah, yeah, because usually when. When a woman is like, I can see his penis through his shorts. Like, it's a negative. Yeah, it's a negative connotation. Right. But when a guy is like, oh, I can see right through those shorts. It's the complete opposite. Right? Yeah. Why? I don't know. But I mean, I'm not opposed to seeing a guy's, uh, like, 
when they wear those um, basketball shorts mm-hmm. and they kind of drape down and you mm-hmm. can see a bolt, an outline of a bulge. I kind of like that. I think it's hot. I, I agree. I cannot pull it off. Uh, <laughs> I, like I said, I still want to get um, underwear made that gives falsies. <laughs> so it has just the outline of the head. Right. It doesn't have to be the whole, the whole thing. Yeah, the, I I I think that it is, but for for other women, I think it it's it's not as sexy as we as men think it is. So your impersonation of it was spot on. What? Oh, you can see. Yeah, like ooh, that. you can see. Oh God, you can see us through his shorts. It's <laughs> disgusting. I know that because I had an ex who said that to me. We were on vacation in Mexico. And we wound up at a hotel where, this is a true story, a bunch of porn stars were staying at the hotel, right? Mm -hmm. And immediately I was like, I am the luckiest. (laughs) Like, who would have picked these days? And this guy, there was like two guys and it was like five women. And it was like, and this guy gets out of the pool and he was wearing basketball shorts as as his swimming trunks right mm. and he gets out of the pool and the, the water is outlining his penis oh my god it was huge right so immediately i'm like oh my god Star, and he gets out huge. of the water and i immediately look at like did you see that and her reaction is disgusting and i was like what <laughs> That thing was perfect. What are you talking about? And that's when you called off the wedding right then and there. I mean, close. <laughs> close. Lose points. I've been at the gym before and I've seen up uh, guys' shorts. Like, no, what? that's not true, really? Yeah. You sell penis? Yeah. I can't imagine any penis is in a good state when you're at the gym. Like work out, working out naked is, would not be a good workout. Well, it was like a loose short or, or like you, how he cut the, the liner out or something like that. But I've seen it before and it's not really like, oh, I can make it out what it is. It's just that thing of I can see in your shorts I and I see skin and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not like you can really see everything. But yeah, your brain goes, ah. It, did it make you like more nauseous? No, I liked it. Oh, you liked it? Of course I did. Oh, I'm going to take my, my dick out the next gym session. <laughs> Let's see what happens. I mean, I, you know, I was like, I was on a bench and, or I was, pro- I was probably on the floor doing stuff uh-huh. and a guy walked by and I could see up his shorts or he was laying down on a bench and I saw up his shorts. Do you think something. he was doing it on purpose? Maybe. I hope, I hope now looking back, I'm like, maybe he was. There is so much wrong with you, but I wish there was more of you in the world. I really, <laughs> really do. Like I... <sighs> It's just not fair. You know what I mean? I know. It was Believe LA me. too. I was like, it was in LA. Yeah. Oh, he was definitely doing it on purpose. <laughs> yeah. There was a guy, and I don't know. I just, I he happened to be masturbating in the middle of the gym. I don't know. Yeah. And then another time on the subway, same thing. Guy was masturbating right while he was riding the subway. Right yeah. next to me. Who I knew? mean, that used to happen on the New York subway all the time. I mean, that was that's a common common thing. Like, but they're not well. I mean, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, because it's not like that's breaking well, the law. To, yeah. There is a there's a fine line between laws and <laughs> being mentally insane. Right. Right. Guy in LA Fitness just being racy. No, I mean, there is. There are laws against a lot of things because people want 
to do them, but oh. they don't want to do them because they're mentally insane. Oh, it's because everyone would be doing it unless there was a law in place. Right. <laughs> and the train would just be like... <laughs> I don't know if I wouldn't <laughs> masturbate on a train if it wasn't illegal. I don't... Oh don't know. It's so dirty. I I know, but you'd be like, man, I gotta rub one out. <laughs> got time. I got time. I'm caught up on my reading. The boring ride. <laughs> what else are you gonna I do? gotta go cross town. Yeah, I got time. <laughs> and gotta now, catch the A train. I got porn. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, there's no law against it. I'm gonna rub one out. Oh my god, can you imagine if there was just like one train a day that it was like the the three thirty A train, or I don't even know anything about New York trains, but like, yeah, what was that? What was that movie where one night a year you could do whatever you want? Purge, right? So what we do is it's the purge train. <laughs> the purge, yeah. Train. The purge. It's the perv. It's the perv train, <laughs> right? One day, one 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 train a week. You're like you're getting on. Whoa, you know what train this is, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, I know. He's got lube already. Yeah. Why do you think I wore my onesie? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know what train it is. I got loose pants on. (laughs) Oh, you brought gloves. Smart. (laughs) When we go to the gym, right, uh, Mm -hmm. I'm always thinking about sex, as most people are. Um, That's not true. But... uh, (laughs) But I do often think about sex when I'm at the gym only because I am not entering any competitions, nor am I there to run in a Spartan race. I am there to look good naked. Oh, so that is you think about that is specifically why I am at the gym. That is my sole reason to be there. If there is a health benefit to that, yay me. (laughs) Right. Bone density. Woo! Bonus. But if I yeah. see myself in the mirror and I think, oh, I look sexy, that's really what I'm going for. See, that's where men have it easy because as women, we go to the gym. I mean, I don't wear makeup to the gym. Mm-hmm. I'm sweaty. My hair doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, you guys can be like, I'm pumped. I got a little moisture. Yeah. I'm, I'm glistening. Yeah. I'm looking good. And me, I the last thing on my mind is sex. Yeah. Only when do mm-hmm. I spot you mm-hmm. do I think about that. That's very sweet and probably <laughs> a lie. However, I am going to point this out. When you go to the gym, along with a lot of other lovely ladies, you wear the tiniest, tightest little shorts that I have ever seen <laughs> in my entire here. life. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So when, when there are women that go to the gym, they voluntarily wear the tightest tiniest shorts you can find in a department store, which I, I, I want you to continue to do. But I don't wear them because I'm like a video fitness blogger, like trying to be sexy. I literally am wearing them because they're, it's hot and I like tiny shorts. We don't care. Okay. <laughs> we don't care. But if you expect guys like me or anybody else to go to the gym and you are wearing tiny, tight Lululemon shorts where I can see the outline of your vagina and you turn in my direction and I'm in your, and I look for a nanosecond, a nanosecond, a nanosecond. I am going to look for a nanosecond more because I am a human being. I don't mind it. And I'm not trying to say I don't do it. I just don't personally think about 
works because I feel like I look disgusting. Okay. I, it's not really the point of any of this. It's not even really why, why I got into this. Oh. But there is a point as to what people wear at the gym. Yes. And what we ran into the other day. Um, <laughs> when we were at the gym uh, a, a week ago or two weeks ago, there was a guy there and he was wearing the shortest shorts I had ever seen in my life. Now, this isn't uncommon for a female. It really right, isn't. Right. Um, there, is, um, there is this awkward situation that I used to always find myself in at the gym because there used to be this girl that used to go there and she would wear next to nothing, which I'd be a huge fan of <laughs> if she didn't work out next to her mom. <laughs> we'll be right back. Lauren, I want to tell you three separate things, okay? And this has to do with Patreon. Now, we've been trying a lot of things with Patreon. We've been, we give them dirty pictures. We give them OnlyFans. We give them chats. We give them all things in the world. Yeah. But three things happened this week. And I wanted to tell you one of the main benefits of Patreon is that you pay to be special. And here's what I mean. There were three separate incidents that happened this week that people reached out to us in the direct line and they said, hey, um, I need some information. Now, I'm not going to say that the information they needed may have leaned towards the illegal side of things. <laughs> I'm not going to say Wait, that. Yeah, you, okay? won't, you won't ever know. But what it does do is it gives you a direct line to you and me and it allows you to ask these questions directly to us within the Telegram group that otherwise doesn't allow us to do because I'm going to ignore you. That's right. just the truth. You're going to send me an email. You're going to ask me these questions. I'm going to blow you off. Because I got nine other people asking me questions and I'm like, I don't have time for this. Okay. And this one person put it very, very directly. He wrote to me and he said, I pay to be special. Therefore I am. And I said, you are absolutely right, sir. <laughs> and I went into a paragraph of what he needed to get into. That's, and that's amazing. Yeah. And that's what, how I wanted to highlight it. And that happened twice this week. I wanted to ditch some of the other stuff we offer and just let people know you have somebody here if you need us. If you are in the middle of the night, you're like, hey, it's Kevin. I just want to let you know. I got a 22-year-old in the other bedroom, okay? What do I do? My dick's a little limp, and I'm freaking out right now. Richard, I hate to do this to you right now. Be like, listen, I'm, I'm watching Starsky and Hutch right now. I'm going to hit pause. I got you. Okay? Do you need to Zoom? What do you need to do? Right. Because we will do it. Okay? And that's what I wanted to tell you. So, it supports us a lot, and we just wanted to let you know, that is probably one of the greatest benefits of being a Patreon, being in our Telegram group. You have 24 hours, not 24 hours, i got to be honest with you. <laughs> There hours. are some hours that will just let you go to voicemail. Yeah, 24 hours is yeah. not going to happen. We just don't have that kind of staff. Um, but you can get in touch with us most always. And our heart isn't at 24 hours. Yeah. It's just we may be sleeping. But you do get all the other stuff too. But who are the people that supported us this month that do get that mm, 12 and a half hour service? We have Jen and Chuck, Chris, Glenn, another Chris, DJ Sir Tom, J and R, Ben and V, Tez and Laws, Steph, Quixen, John Ginger, Crash, Lisa, Sophie, Lisa, Stephanie, Jason, and Michelle. Thank you so much for your patronage. Patri <laughs> Patri patronage. Patronage. Patri Patreonage. Patronizing us. <laughs> <laughs> we really appreciate it. It helps. We need it. Thank you. And uh, find us and support us. It may even get you bailed out of jail. You don't know your life. Yeah, you don't know what happens. If she wasn't wearing such sexy things uh, and I didn't feel like her mom wasn't there, like, don't look at my daughter. <laughs> And by the way, she always, always, her workout always consisted of how far can I 
spread my legs apart and stretch. He was limber, that one. Right. And she let everybody know. (laughs) It's very difficult to not think of sex (laughs) when a, a girl in Lululemons, where I can see the outline of everything, is doing that on the floor. It's it's almost impossible. Everybody's human. So now we all we all see these gym videos and these these influencers that are doing these videos now, and they're like, "Oh my God, creeping out on me! <laughs> you're looking at me. I'm wearing barely nothing, but you're creeping on me. Log on so you can look at me wearing nothing." <laughs> How dare you look at me? Only comment. I don't. Ha- I don't have the protection of of being at home by myself. I'm actually here in person. I don't know how to be social at all. I can only do this through text. So stop it. If there was a social media gal out there who had the balls enough, who had the comedy chops enough to wear la- full on lingerie <laughs> to a gym and do a fitness routine <laughs> and just. Just to take the piss out of people. Oh my God. Just and did dirty looks to the camera as to why people were looking at it. Staring at wearing, me. Uh, wearing full lingerie, like a halter, <laughs> just full lingerie, like fishnets. And just like looking at the camera, stitch, incoming stitch. Just full on the treadmill, like jogging. Like sneakers, but like. like yeah. But thigh highs. Mm hmm. Like, I would have so much respect for that gal just to take the piss out of absolutely everybody. Yeah, so that's that's that. Thanks for listening to that. And also, thanks for not watching it on YouTube. Yeah, um, it's easy to find at Room 77 Life is our, but we is will, our YouTube name. We will keep putting it up there and keep replaying it here for you to hear. Uh, <laughs> One view at a time. Speaking of, of, of lingerie, you know, there's a lot, a lot of lingerie at the event. This, uh, in fact, I have a hot picture of you and I, in where you're wearing lingerie. You are not wearing lingerie. I am wearing. You're wearing lingerie. Yeah. <laughs> and believe it or not, lingerie is one of those things that, while very, very popular, yes, not really a turn on for me. Like w- when I look at lingerie, mm-hmm. it is not one of those things where I'm like, wow, can't uh, wait to rip that off. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. It just does not really click with me. Like, you put a girl in booty shorts. You put a girl in a sundress. Um, you put a girl in a thong. You're you're talking my language. Right. But you put a girl in, in lingerie. I'm just like, nah, I don't know. To me, it just screams wild, wild west. Like, <laughs> how much for the hour? Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, it just That's doesn't. That's really funny. It doesn't really. It, it doesn't really do that thing for me that I don't know what it is. Like that, that concept of I'm going lingerie shopping for my wife. Like I wish that was in me where I was like, oh, I'm going to buy this for my wife because I want to see her in it. It's Not weird to have that feeling where I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Well, think of it in terms of like some people really love buying their wife heels because they love heels. That's their thing. It's the same with you and lingerie. I mean, it's just a really really uncommon one. No, I'm just kidding. No, it really is. I mean, I get it. I get that again, again, once again, I'm in the minority, but there are other things that I like to see you in. I, I There are definitely other things I see you in that are really, really sexy to me. Like I really do like to see you in, in really high boots and leathery things like straps mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Harnesses. Uh, harnesses, like stuff like that. When you look like that stuff, that stuff's really cool to me. Like collars, choke collars, I really like. Just not lingerie, just not the whole 
French boudoir lingerie yeah. thing. It's but just... when you wear thigh highs and choke choke collars to the gym, super, super <laughs> turned on. All right, so for this next one, what we did is, again, stole, raped, and pillaged from our own YouTube channel. Yeah. So in this event, this was one of the most cohesive groups that we've ever had. Yes, everyone was um, sort of just intermingling with everybody. Yeah, it was was a very big group clump of people. Yeah. Uh, It it really wasn't really paired off at all, Mm -mm. Uh, which, to be honest with you, usually doesn't happen. This is one of the first ones where there really wasn't any separation of any group, so it was sort of rare, which was really nice to have, but again, rare. And then before that, uh, before our event, we were at a party, the Dirty Vibes party in Cozumel, which was really, really cool and really, really fun. The difference between our event and uh, Dirty Vibes in Cozumel uh-huh. was the one in Cozumel was not our event. <laughs> it's a big difference. Yeah, which when it's, <laughs> and what we mean by that is when it's not your event, it's very, very, very. It's it's a lot more difficult to have sex with people. Well, it's you have to engage socially. People don't know who you are. You've got to go yeah, be have, one of the people you, attending. and You have to try. Yeah, you have to get out there. And it's hard when you ha- have to practice what you preach. Yeah, because it is. We it's nerve-wracking. Here. Yeah, we sit here and we say, you know, you got to be the host of your own party. <laughs> yes. You got to go out there and you just got to say hi to people. And then you get there and you're afraid and you're like, I got to do what I said I was going to do. Exactly. But I, I have to say, we we did. Uh, we did do what we said we were going to do. Uh, you especially did. You go out there and you, you know, you talk to people. And I have to say, it, it was very, very successful. But I also have to say, like every party, there is a certain amount of people that are just impenetrable. They just are. There's always going to be, you know, a, a fraction of people that just don't want to be a part of whatever group it is. Right. They're not there to... Ing- make lifelong friends they're just kind of there as a couple and whatever it is whatever their reasoning is mm -hmm. whatever it is in there and this can always be misconstrued in a lot of different ways and this this little piece coming up talks about clicks and the word clicks in that trigger word and how people feel and how they react to it and just that whole that whole subject involving groups and how people react to it because it, it really is a thing in the lifestyle and we, we talk about how it boils down to high school. Yeah, it's hard it's hard to I think exist without it happening naturally, but we also talk about how they can, you know, emerge naturally and it's not such a bad thing if you just change your perspective a little bit and give you a couple of ideas on how to part the part the clicks or to just go out and and meet people and also being honest with yourself as to you also may need to fix yourself yeah that was a that was a real part we get real on this segment because fix yourself and make sure that uh you're not the problem right because it is very possible that uh you know you have to take a deep look inside of yourself and uh you could be annoying (laughs) what if it's not what you think it is what is it then well, what if it's you're making stuff up in your head, but it's actually something else that's going on? It's just people who are maybe Illumin- they Illuminati. <laughs> it is. That's I what it so. is. I thought so. Everyone in the group who already knew each other, they decided to go to the same event. 
they're already friends or whatever. And maybe those people then met one other person. Yeah. It's paranoia for sure. I mean, the, the one thing about the lifestyle is they're, the people are the most wonderful, giving, caring, wonderful, friendly people you will meet. It also <laughs> holds the most insecure people you will ever meet as well. Uh, because it is a very vulnerable place to be in and you open yourself up and with those vulnerabilities uh, it is a mix of and I've said this before and I'm going to say it until the day I die and the way I look that's probably (laughs) within a week or two Um, the combination is so close to high school uh, it, it, it's scary. It's because you have these these feelings and these general sort of I want to be a good person, and I'm learn I'm sort of doing these new things. Life is so new, and everything is sort of so exciting. And you're but in your pubescent years, things are new, exciting. You want to be a good person, but right. you're also really insecure and scared of yeah, everything. You're right? vulnerable. I think that you hit the nail on the head with that. And when we get vulnerable, we open ourselves up to ridicule and comparison and you know all these other things so that is one of the things that where the the lifestyle clashes with the the people that are in it because it is such a wonderful euphoric feeling you get addicted yeah right yeah but when you go to these parties and you go to these events you go to these clubs you are going to run into what feels like which sometimes legitimately are clicks but you'll hear the word clicks, clicks. Oh, they're clicky. Yeah. There's a click there. Oh, they're kind of clicky. I don't like it. They're clicks. You'll hear it over and over again. It's a trigger word for, for sure. What that means is there's people and I'm not in that group. And it's not that there aren't legitimate claims of that. There for sure are. Right. Oh yeah. But for sure. They're also not. And, and what you had just said in the beginning of this is we do events. We can see this happening. Sometimes five couples that know one another book the same event. Yeah. They know one another. Well, they go to this event. Let's just say, for instance, each couple within that event meets one couple outside of that group and just gets along with them. There are now a group of 20 individuals that are having a good time together. And that feels very much like a click. And what happens from our perspective is, a lot of these people are wallflowers. They don't have the strongest personalities. Yeah. They don't have the most self-confidence. <laughs> so what they do is they immediately use that trigger word. Oh, it's clicky. I don't want it. And that's, that's my out. It's clicky. They don't want me in. And I'm going to tell you this, Lauren, my love. Yes. You and me have been on both sides of this. We oh, have absolutely. been inside that click. We have been on the outside of that click. And when you're on the inside of that that click. You don't know what's happening. You're not really aware that there's a group that is formed that people perceive as impenetrable. No, you're just having a good time. Yeah. You're just having a good time. And when you are on the outside, you are hyper aware of what's going on. You feel like that kid that has been locked inside of a locker and you can hear all of the fun that's happening inside of the lunchroom. And the thing is, is you have to remember that no one, no one at these parties, at these events or these clubs, no one is responsible to make you feel comfortable. And there is an amount of responsibility that you have to take with yourself to be assured that 
you are a fully functional adult <laughs> that knows that at different parties, there are going to be different levels of social hierarchies. It just happens. It just happens. It happens at the office Christmas party. It happens in the office where you go every day. It happens everywhere. But we're not talking about a lifestyle event where there's such emotion and a feeling of being left out. There's no opportunity when I'm talking about, when I'm at an office party, (laughs) right? Because... I don't want to rim Barbara. I, it's not a lost opportunity for me. I don't care if I'm in that clique. You know what I mean? You're like, I don't care. I see Barbara every once a year. I don't really care. Yeah, no, I wasn't saying that. I was saying like you. And by the way, Barbara's husband. <laughs> I already rimmed him. Just, yeah. But there's no comparison. This is There's so- a hierarchy there. There is a social hierarchy that you have to learn. So as an adult, learn the hierarchy and be out of the wallflower stance. You you have to get out of that mental. Thinking. You have to get that out of that wallflower point. stance. You have to you have to get out of that that victim state. And if you can't get out of that victim state, then you have to feel like, all right, well then I'm just gonna make the best of it. But you gotta not blame everybody else for you feeling alone. Also, I will add this, as mean as it sounds, if you are a person that often comes back from these parties saying that it was really clicky. Oh, and that party was really clicky too. And that was really clicky too. Maybe, I don't know, Karen, (laughs) maybe you're not the easiest person to get along with. (laughs) It's possible that people just don't want to hang out with you or you, sir. Like, I don't, I don't know, but maybe you want to take some social clues. You may be not the coolest person to hang out with. Again, I'll say this again. I have I have seen the people that have been at our parties that can be a bit annoying and then on the other side claim that a party felt clicky and you want with all of your being to say, "No, sweetie, you're annoying AF." <laughs> It's not clicky. You're just, you're just kind of annoying and they've had enough of you. And that's just the way it is. Now, what these people do, which annoys us even more is they then take that energy. They go to the next party. And when they find their click, oh, they're Karen. When they find their click, they trash every other party that they didn't have a good time at. Now, what did you just do? They just became their own click. You just became a click. So, oh my God. So it gets back to you and you go, well, you're just dividing. If you really, really are anti click, then don't divide. Really hard thing to do. It's a really, I think, difficult task to. It's so easy to cast judgment on others instead of seeing our part and what we're doing or, or in our behavior. So, you know, I think one of the best pieces of advice you gave a long time ago was to be the host of your own party. You have to. If you are a wallflower and that's just how you participate, you know, a lot of people will say, well, my husband's the outgoing one or my wife's the outgoing one. I'm the shy one. And that's great if you have a partner like that, but not all partners have an outgoing one. And if you are one of those, you'll end up a wallflower and you'll feel left out. So just, you know, you got to 
practice getting out there and doing stupid dance moves or asking someone, I'm going to order a drink. Do you need anything? Just, I don't know, whatever, something really silly and just force yourself to talk to other people. I will say this too, that's really important for people to hear is there is a difference between uh, being social and, and trying to have sex with a couple because all too many times there are (laughs) <laughs> because there are there are cliques, right? There they, they do exist. There are protective little cliques where they're like, w- for whatever reason, they're like, this is the circle that we feel comfortable with. This is who we're sort of letting inside. This is who we want to be social with, and that is not abnormal. Because well, it could also be their play clique, but it doesn't necessarily it mean that that's their social clique. But they s- might be. But in, inclined to let you be social with them. Sometimes people would just get to a, a limit where they're just like, this is kind of a group that we're hanging out with. Yeah. I mean, this is sort of, I've, I'm emotionally spent yeah. <laughs> of meeting more people. This is, I don't really, I'm not out to meet more people. It's exhausting to be honest with you. It really is. Um, so when you go into these situations in, in a lifestyle, and you are, let's say you, let's say you feel like, well, we're not good enough for them. If you go into a situation and you already feel like you're not good enough for this person, I feel intimidated. I feel like I'm physically not good enough for this right, person. Yeah. Happen. And you're, you take that energy and you double down and give the energy that you're trying to give them sex. It's the worst thing you can do, man. <laughs> it's just... You will scare people. Then it will really start to feel clicky because you start to come off like, like crazy people. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't mean to, I'm not trying to women bash, but. We'll be right back. We are proud to announce that we have broken the Guinness Book of World Records for the most bikini addiction, bikinis being worn in one single photo with 26 women. 26 butts in one photo leaning over a pool that's 52 cheeks in one photo. Overlooking the Caribbean Ocean and beautiful East Lumo Harris. All in bikini addiction bikinis, thanks to Bikini Addiction for, again, another special edition bikini made for our event and all the people who got one. Now, if you want to see this photo, where did it go? Go to Instagram and click on Room 77 Podcast and come check this photo out. It is amazing. Now, will you do me a favor? Will you at least put up the one of the photo that I'm in where I'm looking like a sultan? Yes. I'm standing in front of all the butts and there is a look on my face like, can I have sex with them now? (laughs) One at a time? Single file? Yeah. Just put that as a second choice because I'm sure I'm not in all of them. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it in the first choice. Okay. And uh, where do they go if they want one? And if you want a Bikini Addiction bikini, go over to bikiniaddiction.com and don't forget to use promo code ROOM77 at checkout for 10% off. And if you too want uh, an exclusive Bikini Addiction bikini at our next event, make sure to go to our website, room77life.com and sign up for February. But this women do this more than men because it's acceptable. If a woman is not feeling heard or she's not getting attention, she will dial up that sexuality a lot. You know what I mean? And she'll dial it up. Uh, guys may dial up different things like the loud, the, yeah. the, the funny, the whatever their volume That's is. So true. But women, and, and that gets obnoxious in its own right. Yeah, You're yeah, like, oh, for sure. Okay, uh, Kevin, if you could just... <laughs> 
knock off the dick jokes. <laughs> like we're, we're ta- at a volume six. Talking about astronomy right now. <laughs> but, but women tend to do that. And what happens, like you had said before, at the Christmas party, there's a big difference here between letting someone in four or five or 10 minutes or an hour or however long you're going to stick around at this shitty Christmas party (laughs) as opposed to, am I going to give this person the impression that we're going to have sex with them later? And I don't even enjoy talking to them at this point. So there is, there are big differences in, in how you approach these situations. Don't, I would, I would, uh, there's a difference between being a wallflower and then being like, okay, I get what they're saying. I'm going to dial it up to a million. <laughs> I'm going to tell everyone, Hey, do you want a blow job? No, just <laughs> yeah. be social. Which, by the way, does happen. Oh my God. I, we, we worked at the hotel. We just saw all kinds of stuff like this happen. I remember physically holding women's heads, like palming it like a basketball, like <laughs> go away. Go away. Stop it. You're just embarrassing yourself. Stop it. Be social first and then flirt second. Yeah. And it's like, you know, alcohol has a lot to do with it. And, Mm -hmm. but those emotions are, are a lot to deal with, but, but feeling that trigger word clicky, feeling not accepted. Welcome to the world, man. I mean, welcome to life. This is something that we have to deal with in every aspect of life. In every aspect of life, we have to deal with it. Just realize that it feels different in the lifestyle because we are just so vulnerable inside of what we do. What we do for fun is so vulnerable. I know from the entertainment industry and you being a model, one of the hardest things to do as a career is to walk through a door when you're selling something. (laughs) And when you walk through the door, that product is you (laughs) and you walk through the door and unlike selling kitchen knives, you, you put it on the table and you go, here's my set of knives. This one is to, to cut meats. And then here's a great poultry knife. And this one is to cut vegetables. And they say, you know what? We don't, we don't really like your knives. And you go, okay. You walk out the door and you go, yeah, my knives kind of (laughs) suck. It's really hard to do when you walk through the door and you go, here I am. Do you like me? And you can tell in the room, they're like, we don't really like you. And you walk out that door constantly knowing they don't like me. They didn't buy the product and the product is me. And it's very similar to what we feel in In the lifestyle. lifestyle. I think the best thing would be if you're going to, like you, you, you get those feelings, right? And just remind yourself that there's always one click that you belong to. Yeah. That's a click of you and me. You'll find your tribe. You'll eventually find them. Well, I was even smaller than that. It's you and me. That's. Oh, our little click. Our click. Yeah. I mean. It's teeny teeny. You got to pair it, pair it, pair it back down and just like, this is all extra. It I know. Doesn't, but- like you don't have to get along with everybody. It's well, just it's en- hard enjoy when, and have a good time. That's hard. When your expectations are to go, when you're, when you're seeing the images, right again, most epic party ever, <laughs> you know, you're seeing these photos of these parties and they're all having a great time. This is the image they have in their head, right? Not only are they looking at it visually, they're reading, which calculates <laughs> 
to about 0.5% of the attendees, right? So if you take the, the 100 comments of the four people that are commenting on right, it, or, right. or the 10 people or whatever, who's commenting, who's, who is actually there, who's actually commenting, you know, you're talking about very, very tiny uh, participation group of, of these parties. We tend to take those photos and that's what's locked in. That's, that's the standard. That's what I have to achieve. And that's what I have to go home with. That yeah. I need to accomplish that for this event. And, and that's what it's like. That's what it should be for me. And that's what it should be because that's how it is for everybody. And if I don't attain that, I'm going to be let down. Yeah. And, and, and it's sad because it's, it's not always like that. It's not always perfect for everybody. It doesn't always feel great. Um, and you, but you will find someone if you're, again, if you're not ever finding someone, it may be you. Maybe the problem is you may be, you may not be easy to get along with. Yeah. And people need to hear that. That is, it's very true. In certain situations, I'm not easy to get along with under certain circumstances. In other certain circumstances, I'm lovely. <laughs> life of the party. I, I am. I'm never the life of the no, party. No, you're not. <laughs> never the life Unless of the party. Unless it's napping. But in other situations, I'm quite lovely. In yeah. other situations, you don't want me around. You don't. Or they're just like, why is he so quiet? Why is he, is he stressed? Because you don't what? want me around. That's why. That's why. And there's even one more reason on top of that. I just thought of it is there's some of these you know, weekend parties, two, three nights, uh, these part, these, these people, these groups could have, uh, started to accumulate over time. They may have met them last year. A lot of people go on vacations the same time every year and they see the same people. Oh yeah, we, we met you guys. We didn't get to talk to you much last time. And they pick up where they left off. And these are, you know, they're growing, they're nurturing. They take time to, and then you see a group that's been attending events, the past four events together, or they've started seeing, you know, it's, it's a perception again, that this happened at this particular event and they're all friends and you're not fitting in. And it's, there's maybe another reason for that too. Yeah. And it's, that is also, you bring up a great point. One of these desperations for where's the telegram group, where's the chat room, where is the, where's the, where can I start now? to start to make these bonds because th- that's the feeling. I do not want to walk into this lunchroom yes, and not, not have, have a, a table to sit. to sit at. It's the last thing I would, I, again, I equate it to high school, um, but I do not want to walk into that lunchroom and not have a table to sit at. Uh, is it, are you, anybody, anybody sitting here? Are you guys? Do you, you guys, lunch? Do you have lunch? You guys, you guys <laughs> sitting here at this table? Is this taken? Are you kept? It's a horrible feeling. Oh, it was the worst. I hated lunch. Getting new lunch every semester was the worst. And what I loved about working at a hotel was there was so much less of that. It was just like, and who's walking through the door today? Who knows? I don't know. That's who, who you're getting is who you're getting. And that's who you got to deal with. And it was this revolving door of mystery couple just showed up (laughs) and they have to try and you have to go try and nothing is sort of planned. One of the most difficult things is going on way too long, but we use it as a whole podcast. One of the whole, one of the, the most difficult things in showing up at a hotel sometimes is, you know, let's say the average people go on vacation is five to seven days there could be people there that have been together for five days yeah. and you show up on day one and it feels like everybody knows one another. 
they've been partying for five straight days and you're the new person and it feels so out of sync. And we used to tell everyone, give it 24 hours. You will feel like a completely different person <laughs> in 24 hours time. I promise you, ah. this will feel completely different. And everyone says you're absolutely right. You are 100% right. 24 hours, I feel completely different. I'm so relaxed right now. Yeah. I was so uptight. I can't believe how much difference. I said, I told you, just 24 hours. It will all just drip away. Yeah. Just give it 24 hours. I get, sometimes I still get anxiety. Like I just did a breath right there, remembering of being on the outside of those, those groups sometimes when we would go every week. Horrible. And you're like, you have to go invite them to the workshop. And I'm like, horrible. I, I can't, I don't want to go penetrate that group. They're physically forming a circle. Yeah. They physically form a circle. And you're like, no, you have to go. It's wait, it, the workshop isn't going to work if there's no people in there. You got to go penetrate that group. And it was a big lesson, I think, to understand this whole concept of the clicks. And yeah, they weren't clicks. They weren't. Nope. Because they, they were forming a circle, it was not a physical circle <laughs> that for you to, they weren't like, keep everybody, keep everyone out, form, form a circle so no one can get in, no one can penetrate. That's not what they're doing. Uh, it's, it's once you once you physically make eye contact and say, hi, how are you? Everything changes. But the people would part. They'd be like, come in here. Oh my God. They'd introduce me. If people knew me, if they didn't, they'd yeah. be like, oh yeah, we heard about that. That's so awesome. Again. Something. And again, Perception. volume five, not volume 10. Not yeah. Vo- not volume one, volume five, right in the middle. Hi, how are you? Not, oh my God, how are you guys? <laughs> What's going on? Where are you guys from? You're going to get kicked out of the circle because people are going to be like, you're an insane person. I don't want you around me. You don't match our energy. Yeah. Or if you approach, you're like, I am too. No, I don't know what's wrong with this person. <laughs> are they, they must be really high. This feels like a lot of work. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm going to have to sit and give this person therapy. I don't want Just that. Act like a normal goddamn human being. There you go. That's I've, a way to sum it up, Richard. All right. I'm out of here. All right, well, speaking of normal, it's not us, because what we did was really, really smart. We decided to end our event and uh, say yes to people who invited us up to Temptation. Less than four days after our event, we we're absolutely wiped. So that is where now we are on our way to. I have absolutely zero energy to function like a normal human being, which we're going to do anyway. I have no clean clothes. I have no supplies. I don't know what we're going to do. I have to do mad loads of laundry, and then I have to go through the costume stuff that we took and see if there's anything that we need to take with us. But we're going to be okay. I don't know what the themes are. What are the themes? Can we look at them now? Yeah. I'm going to press pause so we can prepare as a family. Okay, you have them? Yeah, so the first night where there is pirate, sexy pirates. Not going to happen. Oh, Not going to happen. <laughs> That's a hard one. Not going to happen. All right, then, then the next one is glittery bomb, which we can do that. Uh, That'll I- be easy. It's just anything shiny. Mesh. Why don't I just? I'm just showing up, dragging a cross as Jesus Christ. Doesn't that just cover everything? Pirate. Oh, it's a difficult uh, one. You do have your Johnny jewelry that we got you. Mm-hmm. It's too much. Not doing accessories on this one. I really wasn't expecting that. Pirates, 
leather. Yeah. Oh man, Pyrus is a tough one. Jesus Christ, it just means like leather pants. <laughs> what are they trying to do to me? Uh, maybe, I feel like I can sue them. Maybe we can borrow the bird downstairs. And then mm-hmm. I'm gonna kill a bird on the way there. And I'm going to glue it to my shoulder. <laughs> and I'm a pirate. There you are. As long as it's not uh, over a day, it shouldn't start smelling. <laughs> oh my God. I know it's dark, but you got to do what you got to do. It's for time. Yeah. All right. So uh, if we live through that, then we will talk to you another time. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs> and again, if you want to see anything on YouTube, it's there. <laughs> If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to go leave a positive review. All right, for more information, go to room77life.com. Thanks for stopping by Room 77. We had a blast. Now get your clothes and get out. To me, I'm special. you